Hello everyone, this is Ashley, and welcome to Let Me Tell You About Evangelion. Almost said Homestuck. <laughs> it's, it's hard to break out of it. Yep, it's probably going to take a while. Even though I wasn't the one who said it. Nope, but you heard it enough. Yeah. I've conditioned you. Yeah, you have. <laughs> Hopefully one day I can condition you to enough to... <laughs> but yeah, we have watched the first episode uh, last yes, we week. Have. Uh, and now you're gonna hear. Now we're gonna watch the second episode because that's. Gonna hear... <laughs> yeah. Good job. That was. Yeah, that is what this podcast is. Yes, is... it's a thing that you hear. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the reaction from the first episode has been great. <laughs> it has. Uh, we're so happy for it's... all of the. I can really say, recording that episode, my whole life has been different this past week. It has. We are going to literally record this like ten minutes later. <laughs> just going to nip that in the bud. You just ruined the, you ruined the bit. No, yeah, no, we're done. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and we sort of had that preamble for the first one. I don't know if we got one this time, though, because we kind of got it all out at the end. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch... Um, uh, unfamiliar ceiling, also known as the beast. the beast. The English title is the beast. Yes, and the Japanese title is unfamiliar ceiling. Yes. Say so we're starting to see that. Yeah, the the divergence. Yeah, uh, something we didn't mention uh, last time that I, I was going to, and then I just we got distracted. Uh, is for um, some of the episodes uh, we will be watching the director's cuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. What uh, does that entail? Uh, the director's cuts were, like, kind of, you know, when, like, they put out something on DVD. Uh-huh. They may, like, add, like, up the animation in some places. I see. In this one, they'd add some scenes. Oh, okay. So, episodes 22, 23, and 24 are the ones with uh, director's cuts. You know what, I think someone asked me the other day when I was talking about doing this podcast what version of the ending we were going to watch, and they, I think they basically explained the concept of the director's cuts to me, and then someone else was like, yeah, but they're not different enough that you'd watch all the different versions of them. Yeah, I don't think we need to watch, like, you know, the TV version and the director's cut versions. That seems unnecessary. But I think there is some stuff in there that is, uh, important. Yeah. Um... Uh, important enough where I, I decided to go with that rather than uh-huh. the TV versions. Okay. Um, but yeah, like when I'm saying differences, like I'm talking like a few minutes. Right. Yeah. Not significant. Just kind of touch-ups. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and you'll be able to tell like the the difference. Oh, is it that pronounced? It, it is basically like it is. Kind of like their movie budget. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So does it just cut to, like, way higher quality for a few seconds and then cut back? It... The the scenes are usually... Oh, by themselves. Oh, One sec. Okay. Anyway, yeah, uh, there was a dog on TV that my dog was barking at, so that was important. Okay. 
Uh, what was I saying before? I have no idea. We're talking about the director's cut. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so is this episode a director's cut episode? No. Okay. Like I said, there's only three episodes. Okay, so it's only those three. Cut. Gotcha. Yes. Um, oh, we were talking about like how they mixed the director's cut stuff in with the old stuff. Yeah, uh, they are kind of their own distinctive scenes. Oh, I see. So it's not like he reaches for a Coke, and then the shot of him having the Coke is really weirdly well animated, and then... Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It is like there will be a minute before, like, you know, the rest, the usual episode starts that has a different scene. Okay. And the main reason I was doing it is, I just remember there is a one particular shot that I feel is super important that is not in the TV series. Okay. Uh, is there anyone out there that knows Eva that is, like, yelling at their phone right now? It's like, no! That, that ruins the subtlety of it! You can't show him that! Like that. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's someone. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> like, um... Honestly, like, a lot of the stuff, it isn't, like, making it more clear. It is just... It's just more... It's just more. Yeah, okay. Like, by the by that time, the series has just, you know, gone off the rails enough where... Yeah. Yeah, like, it is just gone. Yeah. Sure. It is something totally different than... Yeah. See, now that's the... Now you're experiencing the other side of that uh, sword, Ashley. Which is you want to explain or describe things and you can't. Yeah. It's fun to laugh at my ignorance, but now... It is. Now. It is fun to laugh at your ignorance. <laughs> um, but let's start the episode. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. We're in, yeah episode two, uh, the beast slash unfamiliar ceiling. Yep. Again, if you uh, have this episode handy, we will do a countdown, and you can sync up and watch it along with us. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Play. Yeah, so we, we get the... Yeah, we get the theme song again. Which, yeah. for the synchronization reasons, we really can't ever skip. But that's okay, because it's a good song. Yeah. Um, but you, you can notice that the, that tree that we talked about at the beginning... Yeah. Uh, at the center of it has the same logo that the angel had. Oh, did it? I missed that. I'll have to yeah. look out for that next time. Okay. And I'm also noticing the uh, the subtitles on the first episode translated the lyrics. The subtitles yeah. on this one are just in Japanese still. I, I don't know why. But they're in Romanji. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I need to go look up, like, those, that tree thing, and learn about yeah. what it means. I, I'll say it is one of the things that is impossible to, like, realize. Sure. There are a lot of spoilers in this. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt. <laughs> I googled Jewish tree thing. That didn't get me many relevant thoughts. <laughs> the Jewish National Fund Tree Planting Center. That sounds nice. That sounds great. Yeah. It, there's going to be a, a part of this where I will just start linking you, like, freeze frames. Yeah? Oh, great. Good. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, he's prepping to fight this angel. Yeah, they're releasing the safety lock. And he's kind of 
pulling himself off of the the track thing. Yeah. Oh, they're trying to teach him how to walk in the mech first. Yeah, oh. I, I lo- yeah, I love the phone booth shattering as it sta- as it steps. I love that the Eva has like soles like a tennis shoe. Yeah. Oh, oh he's stumbling. <laughs> no, he he fell. Yeah. So so much for your <laughs> your. He's gonna do great this first time. Listen. I get this is urgent, yeah. but you would think they would have had a little, like, staging area where they... Oh, boy, they're pulling <laughs> that kid apart. Like, let yeah. him get the hang of the controls before you send him up here. Well, you know, there's no time. I, there was a little time. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's like pulling the Eva apart, and, uh... Yeah, he's reacting in pain for it. Oh, boy. Uh. <laughs> Oh, boy, he just crushed that arm and it went limp in a way that a robot arm really shouldn't. And now it is just pushing a, like, what looks like a blade through its eye. Yeah. Like, right into the, like, cockpit. We talked a lot about Big O. It looks a lot like Big O's piston punch. Yeah, it goes right through it. Ugh. Boy, oh, boy. Crash into the building and blood. Yeah, blood shooting out of the robot. Yeah. What looks like blood, and is obviously sure. meant to evoke blood. It, I don't. I don't consider that obvious at this point. <laughs> but yeah, now Shinji's in a like flashing back to when he was in a hospital bed. And Maybe t- flashing back. Uh, he looks smaller. Maybe <laughs> he's not. And then his dad comes in and jerks off over him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, that's... No sound except for cicadas. Stared up at the ceiling. Do they have cicadas in Florida? He doesn't know that ceiling. Ah, there's the unfamiliar ceiling. We have cicadas here. They're real annoying. Yeah, we we have a few. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were seeing, like, they're pulling, like, Ava's head. Yeah. It looks all banged up. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. Prediction failed. <laughs> yeah. Satcher comes so we're seeing like... Yeah, there's like some... a bunch of military advisor dudes that are all on parts of the Windows logo. Yeah. And they're all like color-coded. Yeah. But they're talking about, yeah, the angels are back. Yeah. So at least these guys know. The fact that we've been manipulating information has become public knowledge. Nerve has to operate in a speedy and prudent manner. What information have they been manipulating? Yeah, but Gen- Gendo doesn't look all color-coded. No, no, no. Yeah, every TV ch- uh, channel is just showing the same thing. Yeah. Which, yeah, this be big news. Right. I, I like Masato and, his, like, her, and her, like... She's got, like, a fan and a towel. Yeah. But she's, like, in a... Like, she's taken off the head, but she's in, like, a... Like an astronaut suit. Yeah, basically. So they're they're covering up what happened to the Ava? It was the Ava's first battle. Right. Like, they're talking about all the time that's money that's been wasted on the Ava. Yeah. And it sounds like they think he's 
practicing some kind of nepotism putting his son in that robot. Little do they know, he doesn't care about yeah. that kid. Nope. Yeah, the yellow guy. Oh, I love only... this guy's design. Oh, with the, the visor? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Godot from Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Oh, they disappear. Yeah, so were they holograms all along? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I love the idea of talking about budgets with, like, end-of-the-world stuff. Right, yeah. No, like, you need to say on budget. Yep. If she needs, like, in the hospital, just, like, looking out a window. It, it, it didn't do a great job of it, but Mass Effect 3 had some of that stuff in it, too. Yeah. There's um, Ray. Yeah, there's Ray. She's still all banged up. She's just kind of looking at her. Yeah. And there's some trucks driving. Oh, it's Misoto. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about I'm air conditioning. They've got an air conditioned truck. I do love because yeah, this was made in the '90s, so everything has that '90s like feel. Yeah. Right. Everything's car phones. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, they're worried that she has mental contamination. Hmm. Cranial nerves. It's like a lot of strain. Yeah, like, all of the times, like, they talk about, like, what ha like what the effect of this is. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. And Shinji's just staring at that arm that got hurt. Yeah. I love how big their the Ava gun is. Yeah, so it's weird too that he doesn't seem injured. Yeah, I mean, mental trauma maybe, but yeah, unlike Ray, he's not all wounded. Yeah, maybe Ray really did just fall down the stairs. It, it, she's just the clumsy girl stereotype. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are the bullets on the left-hand side that are, like, big as Masato. Yeah, they're like oil drums. Yeah. First cranial nerve is the name of the room he, he's in. It looks almost like a uh, chapel. Yeah. And, and Masato's there. Is it Masato? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So this is a little achronological. Or no, I guess not. This is just later. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Shinji's face to face with his father. Yep. What are you gonna not say, saying, Dad? Yeah, not saying anything. Then <laughs> yeah, the door just closes. <laughs> yeah, nothing oh, to say. That's pretty good. <laughs> and I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live with that dad either. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're talking about they, Shane doesn't want to be with his dad. Right. It's going to live alone. This room will be in the sixth block. Uh, th yeah, this is a weird room. It's yeah. like a glass bottom, and it's like looking at the giant mm -hmm. underground city. No, Masoto's going to take care of Shinji. Yep. He wants to bone her. <laughs> she, don't worry, she's not going to put the moves on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just... 
I've been in this kind of situation, just sitting in the passenger seat of someone's car that you don't really know. Yeah. They're going to take you home. <laughs> like, that's a pretty common experience for a kid. Yeah, just like, I don't know this person, but like, I, I, you know, this is the person I'm supposed to trust right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, people are talking about, they're at the store, but people are talking about evacuating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that would be a that that'd be a fucked up thing to happen if yeah. a giant monster attacked did we, you. Um, do we miss it, or are they not explain what happened to the angel? They haven't explained yet. Okay. We're seeing like a. Yeah, they're like out overlooking the city. Yeah. It's such a lonely city, Ashley. It's such a lonely city, but it's time. Um, the like air raid sirens are going off. Yeah. We got like giant like doors opening in like in the floor of the yeah. city. The, the the skyscraper's coming out. Yeah. The city's a transformer. <laughs> so these are the these are the skyscrapers that we saw below. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, yeah. So they, like, retract in when it, a monster attacks. I see. Which I think is cool. Yeah! So this is Tokyo 3. 3. <laughs> that, that implies so much! <laughs> yeah, but Chiji apparently helped pr- to protect Tokyo 3. Yeah, and they mentioned they don't actually need him to do any fighting. They just need him to sit in the cockpit. So, yeah. huh. I don't know. But, like, they seem to be, like, real worried when he got hurt. Right. Like, when he got his arm, like, broken. Yeah, like, this feels very incongruous with the first scene. Yeah. <laughs> She's apologizing for... Moving into moving into her house, her yeah. apartment. He just takes a step over that threshold. He's got Converse on. Yeah. <laughs> she's just got beer bottles and whiskey bottles everywhere. She's got trash yeah, like bags, piles of trash, and like takeout food boxes. She's got ice snacks and nothing but beer. Oh, man. She's I like great. that fridge. I like how it pulls out. Yeah, that is a cool fridge. It's like drawers. Yeah, she also seems to got like a... Yeah, she's got a second fridge. Yeah, but don't mind that. He's probably still sleeping. Because that's not something that begs all sorts of questions. <laughs> oh, this, this happy music, I love it. Yeah, you've you linked me this happy music before. Yeah, she just shotguns a beer. <laughs> Masada likes a drink. I feel like there's no way she's getting out of this okay. <laughs> Something bad's gonna happen to her by the end of this show. <laughs> she's too fun of a character. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh God! All the uh, just. Yeah, no, yeah, we get a lot. Of, Come on. Listen, she said she was going to give you some fan service. I. Mm. <laughs> on the nose, playing rock paper scissors, and they keep doing rock. Ah, uh, Shinji did scissors. Yeah, they were trying to see what uh, chores they were doing, and Shinji's lost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you says hi. And she, yeah, they're again telling him to act like a man. Yeah. While striking like a pinup pose while pushing him on the head. Bathing in the laundry, laundry, of, laundry of, life. of life. Oh, we're gonna see naked Shinji. Great. There's a penguin. <laughs> yeah, there's a penguin. Okay. Or Shinji's naked and he's being covered by a beer can. Yeah. He's one of those new hot spring penguins, you know. He's got like extendable claws and a backpack. He's like Wolverine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that didn't warrant mentioning until now. His name's Pinpin. Yeah, that's a pretty good <laughs> gag. She picks up a beer that's covered his dick, and then there's a <laughs> bottle of toothpicks behind it. It still covers him. Yeah. Yeah, she's not bad. Yeah, she seems alright. <laughs> yeah. Bad memories always seem to find me when I'm in the bath. I always think of him as dad. And some quick shots of some other things. In Ray. Yeah. Oh, we're, seeing, we're seeing what looks like another Ava. Yeah. Oh, it's Unit Zero. Yeah. Something seems to, to have happened here. Yeah. She's ready to work again in 20 days. Gotta reactivate yeah. Unit Zero from cryostasis. The scientist lady seems sympathetic to the fact that children are violating these things. Yeah, that that's Ritsuko, but yeah, the, yeah, we're seeing the Ava, and it's punching a wall. Yeah, and it's like all wrapped up in some kind of sludge that I guess is the the cryostasis fluid. Yeah. The cool pose for it to be stuck in. Uh, he's got a, a, a tape player, a Walkman. Yep, 2015. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they had problems. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't, like, the concern. Maintaining him is part of your job. Yeah, we're getting some more fan service shots. Of course. Yeah. She's, yeah, talking to Ritsuko. Yeah. Who was that scientist lady? That time I think of Shinji as a tool. I'm as bad as Ritsuko. Wait, did she say they destroyed the angel? Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. He's faced with another unfamiliar ceiling. Yep. But there's no place in the city that's unfamiliar to him. Right. Yeah, move, moving's hard. Oh, yeah. Especially when you kind of... Yeah. Especially when you got to pilot a giant robot sometimes. Have more quick flashes of something. He's just hearing, like, footfalls of the mech. And okay, now we're getting back to... Yeah, we're going back to the well, fight. Yeah. 
He got Where shot we left in the off eye. last time. Blood shooting out. Yeah, so now we're continuing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The synchrograph is reversing! <laughs> yeah, uh, there's, we, there's no life monitors on Shinji. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, they can't eject it. Yeah. So I think something might be going on in there, Ashley. Yeah, we get like a weird shot of him and he... Yeah, the, oh, the mouth on the Eve is opening. It's gone berserk. It's gone berserk. Just lets out this horrifying scream. Yeah. Drops to his knees and like lunges into the air. I like that it has a power cable connected back to the underground. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it just lunges on top of the angel. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, they're saying, like, the second in command is, like, saying we've already won. Yeah. Oh, but there's a force field stopping it from hitting the angel. It's an AT field. Yeah. I don't need to heal the wound on his arm. Yeah. See, so yeah, the, the Eva seems a lot more biomechanical than I thought it was at first. Yeah. And it's like just ripping a hole in the force field. Yeah, uh, they have looks real scary right now, because yeah. like it's missing an eye. And it fires, the, the angel fires a giant laser at it, and David seems to not really care. No, it completely just shrugged it off. Yeah. Let's grab both of the thing's wrists in one hand and snaps them just rips its arms off, like yep. its hands off. Yeah, and then kicks it in the chest. It's pushing a building to just destroy it. Yeah, like it rammed it against a building, and the building moved with everything else. Yeah. And now it's just wailing on the angel's, like, core. It's like it just red ripping ball. it apart. Yeah. It's real vicious. Uh, it wraps around... And it exploded. It's yeah. the angel self-destruct as it wrapped around the yeah. the Ava. And the the explosion looks like a cross too. Like every time the any kind of energy shoots out of these angels, it looks like a cross. Yeah. Oh, the the, the Ava stands. Yeah, and it's like emerging from the flames. Everyone's kind of shocked. This must be the Ava's true form. Oh, and yet yeah, uh, Gendo looks happy, half, which. Can never mean anything good. Right. Shinji seems a bit confused. Seems like he kind of doesn't know what happened. Yeah. He oh, he looks like catatonic even. Yeah, but the some, the head fell off the yeah. Ava. But he's still there. Like he's looking down on it. Yeah. Whoa! Is there like <laughs> some kind of goop? I don't know what's I. There's like an eye opening. On, oh, like on underneath the... the Ava, there's like a living thing. Oh, that's weird. That's cool. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and now we've cut back to Shinji. And he's just, yeah, staring up at the ceiling. Because yeah, I was going to say, if the idea is they take the same wounds that are done to the robots, immediately they beg the question by doing like mortal damage to the Ava's head. 
Yeah. Yeah. Weird shit happened when that happened. Yeah. You did a praiseworthy thing. Yeah, I feel like Masato really doesn't talk to a lot of, like, kids. Right. Yeah, I feel like we have a lot more questions on this one. Gosh, yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that raises a whole... Oh, wait. Oh, shit, I closed it. I forgot we had the preview. I need to open it back up. Up, up, with that, up. Sure. You, yeah. you, I th- you can skip to it. Like it, it doesn't really need to be Other like. Words, I love you, pretty. Right where Shinji lives his new life, drifting along without direction. There was no way for him to make friends, but the fact that he's an Eva pilot makes him popular in his class. Next, Evangel on the silent phone. Boy, we we see a, a bit shot of a, of a new. Uh, what looks like a new angel. Yeah, it's like a weird manta ray looking thing flying across the sky. Yeah, it doesn't really look anything like the Avas. I don't know, I can, it looks a little Ava-y to me. I guess, yeah. Color scheme wise, I can, you know. Yeah, color scheme, it. very much so. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot to... <laughs> yeah, that, that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just just in that last second, like, or like yeah. that last, like, part of the flashback. Right. Raises so many questions. Yeah, boy. That, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You don't really know what to say. Yeah, gosh. (laughs) So, that, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, it seems like the Avas are living things. And kind of, I already mentioned their body type. Like, Zero One looked a lot like that angel he was fighting in terms of body type. I'm kind of thinking they might be angels? Okay. With some kind of, like, armor on that is controlling them, or is some kind of conduit to let the pilot control them? That... Because if I remember right, he even, um... Gendo, in the first episode, when the angel attacks... Uh, and everyone's like, oh my god, all our weapons are useless. And he's like, well, yeah, it wouldn't be a good weapon otherwise. Um, so maybe, yeah, if he's looking at it as the angels are weapons, and his job is to make something that can combat them, maybe he's kind of got his own angels that have some kind of, like I said, like the, the mech element of it is some kind of, um, encasing that, like, traps the angel inside of it so that they can control it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my immediate thinking. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if that's necessarily, like, this is an angel that he captured, or if it's an angel he created himself, or if it's just some something else he's created based on the angels, but yeah, I mean, obviously it's much more biological than we were led to believe. Yeah, like you were saying, like, like as you kind of, like, were, like, seeing that fight, like, man, the Avas are... More biological than I thought. It's like more yeah, like, like when it heals its arm, and like like you said, when it bleeds out its eye, it's like, yeah, I'm not convinced that's blood-like fluid. I think that might just be blood. And now I definitely think that was blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Avers are weird. They're not... Yeah. They're, they don't feel like regular mechs. Yeah. Um, they may look like it, but just from what we've seen... Yeah. They, yeah. 
I'm trying to find a good shot of it, but when she does the, when Masato does that pose uh-huh. uh, with Shinji where she's like saying like, oh, be a man, and she's like right. grabbing him by the head, that is the same pose the angel does. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, that makes when sense. It, when yeah. it picks up uh, Unit 1, I don't, like, I just think that's a cool... <laughs> yeah, just kind of visual callback, because yeah, then that, yeah. It's like the visual language of it mixed with the... Yeah, listen, I don't need to describe it. It's it's apparent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Masato seems interesting. She got a penguin. She's got a penguin. That's that's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, every anime has to have its animal mascot. It does, but the... Mere way you said that implies to me that there's more to the penguin than it seems there is. <laughs> um, I have, I don't have the faintest idea what that might be, but there's... like any ideas? Oh gosh. Okay. Again, this is this is no wild listen, speculation. I, I want all the wild speculation you got. Okay. Um. I don't think it's an angel, because that'd be weird to do the double twist of, like, a, a normal-sized angel. That that doesn't make sense. Um, but if they have moved on to using children to pilot the Avas, maybe they originally wanted a pilot that didn't put a human life at risk, and they thought they just needed a living, like, brain to sync up with it. And the penguin was an Ava pilot. And that sounds real stupid now that I'm saying it out loud. Yeah. Um, but it might have been like a lab rat or something that they used while they were building the Avas. It's got like stuff on it. It does have stuff on it. And that part, yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's, the penguin's weird. Yeah, I'd say like, so. Like, j- just, yeah, like, not even saying anything greater. Right. Just from, it's weird that there's a penguin there. It is weird. And then, I'm trying to, oh, I see it. What it Shinji was, like, standing next to a skyscraper with reflective windows. That's how he was seeing the eye of the yeah. thing. Okay. I wasn't following the, like, logic of that scene, but I get it now. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah, and, and also... Masada already going, like, don't worry, I'm not going to seduce him. Like, I feel like this says a lot about who she is. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Um, Yeah, this show is kind of jumping into the weird shit with more uh, enthusiasm than I was expecting. Like I said, I thought it was going to kind of play it straight for a little bit. And then start to let that stuff seep in. But it's weird already. I'll say I was, like, looking at, you know, screen caps to kind of prepare for this. Uh-huh. And, I, and I was like, man, like, it, it gets weird quick. Yeah. Like, they don't really... <laughs> yeah, they they jump right in. Yeah. Now, I know it gets way weirder, but... <laughs> um, yeah, at, at no point does it try to be like, this is just our version of Gundam. Like, it's, it's a weird, unique thing already. Yeah. Um... I, I, to you know, not talk about you know, something bigger, but I love the uh, just kind of how shitty Masato lives. Yeah, <laughs> just yes. 
Uh, listen, I get it. <laughs> no, like, I get it. I just love that, like, she was like, I'll take in this kid. Right. And, yeah. like, she just, like, oh, my place is full of trash. Ah, well. Yeah, it's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, um, I, there's a lot of weird shit going on. I, yeah. I am intrigued. <laughs> yeah, like, I, that's kind of what I hope for. Yeah. I'm like, you have my attention. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the first one? Uh, I'm trying to think of the stupid Django Unchained line. Is it curio- curiosity or attention first? Ah, who cares? It, it, it is curiosity. You have my curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm still looking for that, yeah, but you, you get yeah. it. I, I get it. I believe you. Yeah. Um... And Evan Evan Gillian does a lot of that. Yeah, just I think um, Fully Cooley did some of that stuff too. Yeah, and, and that is in a, like, kind of like a weird way. It's similar to Homestuck. Oh yeah, with sort of the visual callbacks. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think like, and I think at this point it is less done for like kind of what they said, which was uh, for um kind of what Homestuck made a joking of what it was which was for like to save on right drawing yeah, yeah. I mean it, it can be both no yeah it can be both but I mean like the the pose we saw for this one that was like totally different drawing uh-huh right just similar poses yeah um yeah it just sort of presenting something in one context and then that means something like then that gives you more context for when that happens again yeah and then it's kind of a two-way street on that because then yeah you have the dialogue of misoto you know the be a man while fighting the eva but then on the flip of that you also have misoto being compared to a horrible monster because she's a grown-up woman that he's attracted to yeah and she is still you know making him pilot this horrible thing. Yeah, yeah. And I um I will say partially because of the the jerking off scene and partially just cuz I don't know. Uh I, I because of Fooly Cooly being so much about like sexual maturation and stuff, I am kind of going into this assuming that not the same thing, but it, it has some similar themes to that just cuz it's the same creative team mostly. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean that that definitely seems in line with that. Um like I mean, yeah, like it's and at some point, you know, a lot of stories about young kids growing up. Right. Um especially when like, you know, he is living with you know, an older sex sexy lady. Right. That, that's what I was gonna say, like MLCL is very sexually charged and even when it's not explicitly sexual, it has all these metaphors for sex roaming around it. I mean, the first episode of it revolves around him trying to hide the hard, long thing on his head from everybody. Yeah. Uh, It's not subtle. Um, Even going goes less into that. Sure, okay. It is less about, like, obviously about boners. I'll say that much. Okay. Okay, sure. (laughs) Um, very quick... Just a little side note, I'm gonna link you this, which is a real shirt I bought once at a thrift store. 
Okay. I'm looking. It. <laughs> so this is um. Do you want to describe this? <laughs> um. It is a photo of a bunch of guys like posing on like a basketball court. Uh huh. Uh, and then in the foreground, it's Shinji and uh, Masato. Yeah. Uh, and then there's some Japanese text. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's a really weird shirt. Why was that for sale? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure why it was at this weird, like, you know, what, how it ended up at a thrift store. Yeah, it, was, it, it was like a thrift store that was a bit more like alternative, like wasn't like a Goodwill. Sure. Uh, this is the same place where I, and I, I ended up kind of having to get rid of this shirt just because it was like way, way too small for me. Okay. It was basically a shirt like, I can't wear this outside because this just doesn't. Right. Well, that just means you fold it up nice and frame it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might still have it like in my like dresser. I just don't wear it ever. Right. Uh, this is the same place I found a shirt, which is going to get very blue for a bit. Okay. Uh, it's a shirt, it's a neon yellow shirt that just said in, like, big block letters, I love hip-hop like Madonna loves dick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> which is, I think about that shirt, like, every few months. Great. Um... So what do you think happened with Unit Zero? Yeah, gosh, that's a... I mean... So... Now that we know that the Evas have some kind of biological element in them that can go berserk, because that's the language they used. Yeah. And they were very afraid that it was going berserk. Yeah. My immediate guess then would be that Unit Zero went berserk with Ray inside of it. And somehow she got seriously hurt as a result of that, and they managed to freeze it while it was trying to break out, and that's why it's sort of frozen in that pose of punching the wall. And at some yeah. point, I guess they're assuming that if they can get Ray back into good shape, if they unfreeze the thing, then she can resync up with it, and it'll be fine. What do you think about the uh, the group that uh, Gindo was talking to? Um, so I wasn't quite sure on this. Are they supposed to be Nerve or, like, the military? I, I think they were supposed to be Nerve, right? Or is that something you can't tell me? Uh, I could say they're working with Nerve. Okay. Um, hmm. The, the fact that you're being cagey about the answer to that question suddenly makes me a lot more curious about that, because I just assumed, oh yeah, no, they're just, like, the people in charge of Nerve, whatever. But now I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but they're definitely, uh, they, they say they are, they were, like, you know, fucking with, uh, like, you know, hiding stuff. They were, yeah, um, they were manipulating yeah, it, information. Yeah, manipulating information and stuff, yeah. Which, if they beat the angel, now I'm curious about what information there was to manipulate. Yeah. And how, and apparently this information has become public knowledge. Yeah. So something like something happened that yeah we're, like we're not hearing at this moment, right? That they they've huh. been like doing a cover up of. 
Yeah. Also, yeah, I like that they call the Ava a toy that you gave your son. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, the only thing I can think is that that would go back to me thinking, you know, again, not that this is what I think happened, but what could have happened is that Gendo is somehow, or Nerve is somehow responsible for uh, these angels appearing in the first place. And like that's what, what they're covering up. In what way? <sighs> that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Doing, I, I understand yeah. that, you know, like, you don't have that much information to this Right, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you like to hear me shoot in the dark. Yeah. Um, it, something, I mean, my, my think, almost like it was something, sort of the, the Lovecraft cliche of, like, they dug too greedily or too deep, but I don't know what they'd be digging for, you know? Yeah. Because the only thing we've seen him interested in is something to combat the angels, so I, I don't know if we have enough information about Gendo's motivations or Nerve's motivations or this mysterious board of old men's motivations to get more into that, but I, I could see it being the case that they are somehow responsible for the angels showing up to begin with, and that is the information they are hiding from the public that is getting out. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we, we, we've seen Ray twice, but she has yet to say say a word. Right, yeah. What do you think her character is going to be like? Um, my gut is very, like, stoic and quiet. Um, mostly just because she's got light-colored hair and red eyes, and that's kind of the... <laughs> that's what that kind of character is usually like in animes. Yeah. I'm not basing that on much, but yeah, I'm, I'm imagining very just kind of uh, mild emotionally and just not saying a lot. Yeah, I, I'm watching the first, like the beginning fight again, and I do love that as the angel like has its hand like wrapped around the Ava, Masada goes Shinji dodge, like yeah. eh, <laughs> kind of too late for that. Kind of too late. Uh, we we start to get to see a lot of one of my favorite parts of Ava, which is all of like the future like interface stuff they have. Uh huh. Like, I just think all that stuff looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I called it out when we watched it, but I do really love when the Ava takes its first step and it's zoomed in on its foot, and it literally just has, like, a rubbery sole that compresses underneath of its weight. Yeah. Like, it's wearing shoes. Because why not? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. We, we wear them for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I think... There have been reports that, like, a bipedal robot couldn't work. Yeah. Just due to, like, how it had to be constructed. Sure. Yeah. Um, although, yeah, like, if you were saying, like, you know, you were saying, like, how the Ava seemed to be a bit more biological, and maybe even the angels. Yeah. These kids are inserting themselves into them. Oh, yeah, that seems real bad. (laughs) Yeah. And now all this talk about mental contamination seems to be... Yeah, definitely. That's no good. Um, and I mean, there's the obvious question too of like, they're angels, and seeing a lot of like crosses with them. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say to what degree that might be, because because there's two possibilities there, right? Either yeah. 
that is just the fact that this is made in Japan and they have a different relationship with uh, Christian imagery than, like, I would. Yeah. And they're fine with, like, co-opting that stuff as, like, for a villainous uh, entity. Yeah. Or that is foreshadowing that maybe not all is not as it appears to be and, you know, this is something more than just monster attacks. It, it's definitely going to be something more than just monster attacks. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, and just off the top of my head, trying to reconcile those two ideas, it could be like a Judgment Day sort of situation. Yeah. Um, and these are people, like, fighting off, that, like, literally fighting off the angels that are trying to end the world. Yeah. Um, that, that would be a cool conceit. I'm not saying that's, I'm not sticking to that as a prediction, but I, that would be neat if that was the tack it was taking. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, no, it, it yeah, that it, that is a, a way it could go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite parts of this episode in particular is it really highlights like how like kind of the the total whiplash in Evangelion. Right. Yeah. Where it, yeah, like the whole Masato Shinji dinner, where like at the end, like there's this joke about his his penis. <laughs> Yeah, and then cut to this crazy, like, weird and kind of creepy and violent scene where he's beating up the angel. Yeah. Like, he won against the angel, and pretty decidedly, like, you were kind of right. Kind of right, yeah. But it, it's in no way, like, a good, like, it doesn't feel good. Right, no, it's, it's, it doesn't. And like I said, yeah, th- that's where I was dead wrong, because I thought this first one would feel good for him yeah. and for us. And then it would be more, like, creeping in, like, no, this is actually horrible. But, no, the show's comfortable with just letting you know it's horrible right off the bat. Yeah, like, no, like, what these kids are doing and, like, what, like, you know, they, they have to do to kill these things. Yeah. It's horrifying. It's like the show doesn't feel the need to draw you into the fantasy of being a mech pilot, because, like, you've watched a mech anime before. You already yeah. have that fantasy. That's yeah. why you're watching this. Yes. So we don't have to lay that groundwork a second time. And so there were definitely people who were mad about that. I can see that, yeah. Of being like, like, no, I, I just want <laughs> my, yeah. my fantasy. Exactly. Because Hideaki Yano had done other mech anime before this. Okay. Which was, you know, still kind of weird, but more you know, regular. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about that before, but that is very much something, that is a concept we will circle back around to when I tell you about Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah. Um, do you know the, the main thing about that game? It's not, like, it's something I'd love if you didn't know it, but everybody knows it, so. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of, it, it's r- yeah. right and right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But, boy. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, what, one of my favorite little, like, details from this is Shinji just keeps replaying the same song over and over again. Oh, does he? Yeah, like on his... his in, S- in this episode or in, like, the whole show? In, in this episode, particularly. Okay. But also throughout the whole show. Gotcha. God, I just I'm just scrubbing through the show while we're talking, and I missed the scene before where uh, 
Shinji like grabbed a piece like a steel beam off of a messed up skyscraper and is just using it to hack away at the angel's core. Yeah, it's God. so cool. That's the thing, like it doesn't like Unit Zero One does not have a cool finishing move or no, like it's... that. It just brutally beats them to death. Yeah. Like a caveman would with like a sharpened bone. No, yeah, like it it is not a cool like it is a cool looking like mech. Yeah. But it is not a cool mech. Like no, it is No. It's there's no very, shining like, there's it, no shining finger here. Exactly. It's not like uh, it's it's brutal and like visceral in a way that this kind of stuff usually isn't. Yeah, like it ripping off of off the angel's like hands. Yeah. Is like I feel like that's the moment where you're like, okay, <laughs> I get it. Right. Like, what these fights are going to be like. Yeah. What do you think about the Angels' AT field? What is that? Gosh. Mm. I mean, obviously, you know, just based on it's a force field, but... I, AT is going to stand for something weird. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just putting it through my head to see if I can think of anything... Just... We, it may even show up at the beginning. Like all those words at the beginning are, you know, like just oh, flash right. by. Yeah. Well, now let me go load up the opening credits. <laughs> that, that's where I am right now. All right, great. Evangelon. Um. Am I at the end of it? No, I'm at the start of it. Okay. Yeah. Assistant director. Nope. That's that'd be an AD field. Uh, art director. Nope, still AD. It's uh, <laughs> a good joke. Good joke. I'm a, I'm a good joke man. You are. Got the the weird crystal. Yep, thing. I, I I'm looking at it right now. Okay, uh, audio Tanaka. Nope, probably not. Audio's it. Torador. <laughs> Vangelon. I'm just. I, I've got to watch the whole thing because I don't know where the words pop up. Um. There's some flashes of character faces. It's a bit, it's a bit after that. Okay, Eva Zero One's like powering up. It's got like angel yep. wings. You get test type, and then I think it's the one yep, after test that. Test type, Eva Zero One. Uh oh oh, absolute terror field. Is that what it said? Yep. Okay. Dang, <laughs> that's a name. Yeah. Uh, my first blog like online was called Absolute Terror Field. Great. <laughs> Yeah, that's a spooky name. Um, I kind of wa- just want to go through and just, like, give you all of the the text that is in the beginning. Okay, all, yeah, all, hit me. Also, in the beginning, uh, is we get a pretty clear shot of the weird thing we see at the, at the end. Oh, with the mouth opening, you mean, or? No, like the Ava without the mask. Oh, do we? I missed yeah. that. I did see the mouth opening. When it's, like, hand is covered in blood and stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, we get angels... Tokyo 3, Prototype uh, Eva 00. I think I saw one that said Second Chance, Adam. Yeah, one is just Adam. Which you know, uh, it, like it, it doesn't say Second Chance, by the way. Oh, does it not? No. Uh, it says Second Impact. Oh, wow. That's a very different word. Uh, it's all in red. Yeah. And then we get a. After that, we get a weird shot of. Something. Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit in here that I'm probably gonna understand someday. Like I said, like, this is... Because we, we just put up the episode recently, like, the 
moment where uh, in Homestuck where you can see the green sun. Oh yeah, inside of Beck. Yeah, yeah. Like th- there's a lot of stuff like that where I'll betcha stuff that like people have like pointed to this opening a lot. Sure. In their which, which I don't feel is not something that usually happens. Right. Yeah. Usually the openings are like they're no one is supposed to. <laughs> They're just, you know, supposed to look cool. Right. And this looks cool. Yeah. yeah we, get, we get a lot of shots of characters we haven't met yet. Yeah, a lot of male characters, which we haven't really seen any of. Yeah, most of the characters we've met are female. I do recognize those people from the congratulations thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you do see a quick shot of the red-haired girl. Yeah. Also, I like how, like, Shinji just looks like a, like, regular, like... Anime, you know, shonen protagonist. Uh-huh. When he's clearly not. Yeah, no, he's just a, like, person. He's just a boy. He's scared. Yeah. Uh, God, the, the visual of the angel trying to rip the Eva apart is really good. Yeah. Like, it's animated more fluidly <laughs> than you'd expect it to be in a way that makes it look really gross. No, yeah, the angels look super gross. Yeah, like... The mech, too, because, like I said, yeah. that's, that was kind of the first one. I'm like, well, that thing seems like it's bending in a way that metal shouldn't. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, also, like, now the fact that we know, like, you have kind of theorized that the, like, you know, the head part that fell off was, like, almost a casing. Yeah. That makes it also weird when they were, like, just, well, we thought they you know, they were taking apart what was just the head. Flying that back, like, no, they're just flying part like the helmet. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So somewhere that thing is... Oh, just sitting with the, yeah. Um, the other possibility there, and I, I'm i sticking with the idea that there's a living being inside of the, the suit of armor. But the other possibility would be that that is, like, what Shinji is seeing the Eva to look like because he's mentally synchronized with it. Like, almost he is, like, seeing himself, and that is why the eye grows. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, that that's not literally there, but that is how his brain is interpreting what because, this, like, like beast he looks is like. somewhat fused with right. this creature, and, like, it is maybe kind of weird to feel like he is both himself and this, like, giant creature. Yeah, and it's like his brain is trying to make sense of that, and it's kind of coming with this weird monster thing that's like half him and half the mech that that'd be the other way of looking at it yeah Um, i love i love that when the angel tries to rip the uh like arm off the evangelion like it like yeah gets bigger yeah it gets arms like like balloon out it's uh, yeah, good. but like, but not like in a, like a muscular way. No, it looks just like weirdly horrifying. It's like I just gotta pump some meat into these arms. Yeah, and also just Shinji grabbing his hand, like his arm, as like veins appear. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, no, it just honestly feels like, like this sucks. Yep. I'll, I'll say definitely, there's a strong following of Shinji in the trans community. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, at least in parts I've been. Huh. Okay. Uh, just, especially at the beginning where everyone's like, you know, act like a man. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I can see yeah. that. Yeah, and he's a bit more, like, you know, kind of quieter, kind of... Right, right, right. 
Not that, you know, necessarily saying that is all. <laughs> the, Ritsky? Is that her name? Ritsko. Ritsko. Um, she does say that the armor on the Eva is not going to hold, and that could... That could go either way. Yeah, like, you know, ro- there are robots that have armor, where it's like... Right, oh, yeah, like, it's... tanks have armor, but... That's, like the, that's ambiguous. Yeah, they, they are being a bit ambiguous. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but like, it, it's especially like right now, like a lot of the art is really good. Yeah. Which, uh, like, just like you know, like that shot of the city, or like even like like the details of like Masato's like trashy apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how the cans look and everything. Mm-hmm. Because, like, all the cans are, like, bent. Yeah, yeah. Like, all the ones that she's, like, already drank. Like, right, she's crushed them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I find that interesting. Yeah. Or, like, how, like, all of Shinji's boxes are, like, taped up, but, like, they're not taped up all in the same way. Right, yeah, it's not a copy and paste job. Yeah. Like, I'm just part, part of me saying that, just, like, enjoy it. Like, right, well, enjoy <laughs> it for it last, because it's not going to. The, like, they, like, I... I don't feel like like Gynex is good with money. Doesn't yeah, I mean, doesn't sound like they budgeted this. I mean, did they did their money get cut off? Like did they end up with less money than they were told they would have or did they waste money? So here is a again another weird like story that people talk about with Evangelion of like what happened. Uh-huh. Like, th- this is one of those things, it's kind of like how people, like, really investigate the Beatles. Uh-huh. <laughs> of, like, oh, you know, like, like how did this song come about? Right, sure. Like, oh, you know, they cut up all the, uh, you know, like, the tapes, and then, like, cut them all, like, you know, taped them all back together, and that's how they got the end of this song. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are rumors that even Evangelion was a producer's kind of, like, thing. Where uh, they were... Okay. Have you ever seen the producers? Oh, 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 like that. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Where it was, they were, the, the people in charge of it were expecting a failure. Okay. And may, may have, co- like, cooked the books a bit. Okay. To get a windfall out of that. Okay, because yeah, I was going to say... I do not work in animation. I don't know yeah. anybody who does, but just thinking about it, I would assume that if you're planning a project like this, you would say, okay, we have X amount of money and 26 episodes, so let's start by dividing that money across the 26 evenly and then saying, like, we've, we've got the scripts written out, so we know, like, these episodes are going to be more animation heavy, these ones are going to be less animation heavy, so let's slide the money. Like, I... You wouldn't think you would see, like, a linear deterioration of quality, right? Yeah, which is what you get here. Yeah. Like, that's not really... Because <laughs> you wouldn't even assume, necessarily, that they're being made in a linear order. Yeah. Because um, it could be I... like, okay, today let's let's animate all the interiors. Like, we've got some, some, you know, drawings done up of the command center, so let's animate, like, episode 1, 2, 4, and 16... The command center scenes. I, I will say usually, uh, animation is done in order. Is it okay? That that's something. Yeah, I'm talking out of my ass 100. Um, percent um, With some places like again, I, I I just like to always refer to Steam Universe just because 
Sure. I like that show a lot. And I follow enough of the people who work on that show to have a bit of an idea. Uh. Like, you may have, like, separate teams working on something. Okay. Where, like, someone may be, like, storyboarding while someone else is storyboarding another episode. Mm-hmm. But, like, usually, like, the episode that is, like, done is, like, the episode that's next going to go out the door. Yeah, and I mean, that makes sense, too, because the thing I'm ignoring is that later episodes have later deadlines. Yeah. Um, so you have more time to work on them. So it makes sense to devote your time to working on the first ones. But again, that from a budgetary standpoint, you would assume... Like I said, you, you wouldn't think the money would deteriorate linearly like that. It's, yeah. That's interesting. All, all I know is, for sure, some of the higher-ups at Gunex went to jail after this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's that level of... Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um... And we're going to get to it in, you know, a while, but uh-huh. one of my favorite things about the Evangelion uh, movie is it has about 20 studios attached to it. Oh, jeez. Okay. Like, imagine, like, it's a Kickstarter. Right. And for, like, hey, for, like, you know, like, you know, a hundred bucks, your studio logo could be at the beginning of our... Oh, man. <laughs> and so you get a bunch... Including Sega. Sure, yeah, they've got a lot of different divisions and stuff. Yeah, uh, and my personal favorite is, like, they have, like, all these, like, great logos with, like, you know, production IG and, like, mm-hmm. Japanese film companies that have, like, you know, like, all, you know, like, these great, like, logos that they've had, like, since, like, the 60s. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, Sega... And then they get to the Gynex logo, and it is a, like, like Super 8 footage uh-huh. of, like, they've scratched onto the film Gynex. Oh, wow. And it's just in the corner, and it pops up for, like, two seconds, and that's it. Boy, oh, boy. And I'm like, I, like, I don't know why, I just find that the coolest. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, because... It- it was de- this would depend a lot on what they were doing and what these specific studios were good at. Does it feel like it was done by a million different studios, or does it kind of blend well? No, I think a lot of what the... Like, f- for better or worse, it is ex- it is exactly what okay. Gynex wants to do. Gotcha. Like, I think a lot of it was money. Okay. I was going to say, like, some studios are very good at, like, exactly reproducing art styles and stuff. But then, you know, sometimes you can say, like, oh, clearly that shot was done by this animator, this shot was done by that animator, but, yeah. Yeah, and, like, there is a part of me that loves doing this. Like, there's definitely, like, a... If you look at the show and the movie, like, side by side, there's a definite, like, oh, like, they got a budget increase. They've got, you know, maybe some more people working on this. Mm -hmm. Um... Because Gynex was kind of, is this kind of small studio uh-huh. at this time. Um, and, you know, just kind of the from what I've heard of it, from a, f- a few different, you know, sources and documentaries and books I've read, uh-huh. the Japanese anime uh, like industry is kind of fucked. Yeah, I, I can believe that. A lot of late nights, a lot of late sure. unpaid nights. Um, and, yeah, like, there's, uh, 
uh, and like you know, like a lot of people like into like kind of like what is just basically like a studio apartment. Uh huh. Just drawing a bunch. Like, yeah, if you ever see like a bunch of like the Gilby film, like like there's documentaries about Gilby. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like they, you know, which is like you know one of the biggest animation companies in right Japan. You know. The Disney of Japan. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're not that big. Okay. <laughs> they just have a lot of people who worked really hard. Sure, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think I've talked to you before, but Hideaki Anno, just a little mention, you know, guy who made this, uh, one of the uh, animators on, like, the first Gilby film. Oh, yeah, but you did mention that, yes. Yeah. Um, my exposure to the Japanese animation industry begins and ends at that one episode of Sailor Moon where the bad guys target an animation studio. Yeah. <laughs> um. Where they wanted more passion in Sailor V's thighs. Oh, uh, we, we talked about it a bit earlier. I, I forgot if it was on the podcast or not. Uh-huh. But the, about the, uh, anime or, like, the manga that stars Yeah. Hideaki Anno. Uh, here is a, a bit from it, like a, the drawing from it. Just gonna, you may like this. Okay. That's he's like just pulling his shirt up to scratch his belly. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, he's a he. He's an interesting dude. Uh-huh. Uh He famously like kind of got his start. He made an Ultraman. Yeah. Uh, fan film. That is, like, super well done. Uh-huh. Like, kind of shocking. <laughs> um, which starred him as Ultraman. Okay. Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Uh, and this was, uh, popular enough. Just him holding, like, a cardboard. That he got his own action figure. Oh, man. <laughs> that's just an action figure of a dude in a jacket and jeans. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> and this is, like, a, a thing where, like, after, with even Gelly, people said that he, like, aged. Yeah. It, it is almost like a Kubrick style. <laughs> like, you know, with The Shining, he went from, like, old Kubrick to... Like, you know, like, I mean, like, young Kubrick to old Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, you know, this is, you know, he looks kind of weird, but, you know, this is young dude, and then, like, oh, this is Santa Kubrick, the crazy film director. Right, right. Um, there's a really interesting documentary that I don't know if we'll ever talk about. But sure. I, I guess we could talk about here, maybe. Yeah. It's a documentary where Hiyakiano goes to teach a bunch of kids uh-huh. how to make anime. Oh, okay, yeah. Is this the one you told me about before? Yes. Okay. Um, where it, it, yeah, it's, they introduce him where he is on top of a, a playground doing Ultraman poses. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's kind of the weird thing about him is, like, you know, he is this very, like, at some point can be this very morose. Right very, like, you know, psychological dude, but he is but also... But he's also a dork. Yeah, he just... He really loves mecha anime, and he really loves Ultraman. Uh-huh. 
seeing someone else talk about whether Evangelion or Homestuck is worse. <laughs> and I said it's like choosing between Stalin and Hitler. Yeah, people, a lot of people, like, you know. Yeah. Hey, people, hey I'm a Homestuck fan, I get it. Yeah, no, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, after this, uh, and, and just because I'm, I'm talking about Hideaki Anno, and I feel like we'd get to this point eventually. Mm. Talking about the great, he went on to make a bunch of. He, he did some more anime. He did a, uh, a like kind of romantic comedy, one. Okay, and he went on to do like live action stuff too, right? Yeah, he pretty quickly after this went on to make live action. Okay. One of them being the the Cutie Honey series. I've I've heard of Cutie Honey. Yeah, which started off as an anime, I think. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, he, uh, yeah, made the live action version of it. Okay. It, it, that is very much like a um, lot of, you know, fan service and it's kind of ridiculous and it's uh-huh. the way it uh, does stuff. Mm. Very over the top, very much like, you know, Sendai. Oh, sure. Uh, but with maybe a bigger budget. Okay. Uh, he was an actor for a bit. Oh. Um, in a lot of weird movies. A lot of comedies. Yeah, maybe we'll have to watch one or two of those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then, then now he has gone back to animation to do, um, the Rebuild series. Okay, so he is involved in the Rebuilds. Yes, he is okay. the director of them. Okay. Uh, and he took a break from them to re, uh, to direct Godzilla. Right. Oh, well, that would seem like it's a pretty good explanation of why Part 4 has taken so long. Yeah, I guess, yes. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good... Yeah, like, but... Um, that problem. Yeah, if you look at his, like... I'm just looking at his, um... Like, animator, like, credits... He, like, worked on Grave of the Fireflies and Cross, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He was... He was an actor in Fully Cooley. Oh, who did he voice in Fully Cooley? Uh, He was uncredited, but he voiced uh, the cat. Oh, great. (laughs) Um, Which is, again, like, a rumor is is that FLC was kind of made as a kind of uh, decompression. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they just kind of got to do whatever they wanted. Yeah, they were basically given a full TV budget. Mm. And just were... Six episodes. Yeah. And yeah, that is a show, speaking of having, like, a patchwork anime, animation style, like, in between scenes we'll have radically different animation styles. I feel that's more on purpose. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it's not. It totally is. It's just kind of like, yeah, how do you want this scene to look? You want this one to look like Lupin the Third? You got it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's a lot more experimentation in that. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, experimentation and homages to other anime, and... Yeah. It is very much... You can tell that the animators are having fun with that show. Yeah, like, that. that is a animation-driven show. Yeah. Uh, but one of them is, a. Uh, the, the only film I've seen of him, with him as an actor in it is uh, Funky Forest. <laughs> okay. Wait, is that the name of the movie or his character? That's the name of the uh, movie. Okay. Uh, Funky Forest, the first contact, 
great. Which is a like collection of like, like sh- like it is like ongoing stories uh-huh. that like are just kind of like weird comedy slices, and like some of them are like just very basic. Like there is a recurring like almost like like SNL sketches of oh here's like they're in a homeroom. Uh-huh. And, like, all this weird stuff starts, like, keeps happening in the homeroom. Uh, like, at one point, like, a guy is, like, trying to make an announcement, and he keeps on talking, and people talk over, and he just yells at them to shut the fuck up. And just more and more ridiculous stuff happens to interrupt them. Mm. And just happens to be, among all these, like, high school kids, is Hideaki Anno. Right. <laughs> Just like arms crossed, and he just at one point yells "fuck off" in English. Great. Yeah. Um, man, I'm thinking I might have to watch Fully Cooley again. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, I am imagining the the pillows songs and just seeing. Even if listen, I think that show is good from a writing and animation perspective. It's great from an animation perspective, but even just taken as a long series of interconnected pillows music videos. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. No, it's Fully Cooley's really great. But yeah. I, I, I was saying back to Fully Cooley, uh, the, the rumor I've always heard is that, you know, it was decompression and as part of that they gave Ant, like, Ono the smallest role possible. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because, like, like, hey, you got to control this last thing. Right. Now we are going to, like, you're still going to be involved. Yeah. But you're going to voice a cat. You're not going to be a producer. You're not going to be You're just going to make cat sounding grunts. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. That's all you got to do. Wow. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I, I specifically, my, uh, I think it's a lot of people's favorite, but my favorite part about LCL is the manga scenes. Oh, yeah, those are real good. I'm posting... A pillow song that I just started thinking about a lot during this conversation because it's real good. Just gonna post it there. Just nothing, you know. Just, yeah. Just setting it there and, and walking away and just sitting quietly while I listen to it, making yeah. it audible radio. Yeah. God. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch that show. Yeah, it's not long. <laughs> No, it's not. It used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. I got the DVDs. Oh, I had the DVDs. I think I sold them. Yeah, I'm looking at my anime like DVD collection, which is, if you want to know, I have all of Fully Cooley, all of uh, Lucky Star. Okay. Which have you ever seen? Heard of that? Uh, it sounds vaguely familiar. The kind of joke with that is it's anime Seinfeld. Okay. And that it is the show about nothing. Okay. Uh, like, it, it is... I think it's a funny show, and, like, there are funny characters. Uh-huh. Uh, but it... Almost on purpose, it gives you, like, the, the, a first portion of an episode that is rough to get through. Okay. Because it's just four girls talking about food. Great. And they're like, oh, how do you eat that? Um, and then, like, at the end, like, just one of the characters goes, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, why are we talking so much about this? Yeah, have you ever watched the one, uh, it's, it's the melancholy of... Uh, the melancholy of Haruhu uh, Suzumiya. Part of me really wants to watch that just because of the fucking Endless Eight in it. Yeah. The idea that they're willing to, 
screw with their audience that much kind of oh, makes me want to see what they're it. doing. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then I have Bacchano, which is probably like one of my favorites. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Bacchano. That, that is available for free on YouTube. Yeah, I should get to that one. Uh, that That is... Man, that's a violent series. Yeah, I've heard that. I, I don't usually, like, get into violent series, but I just like the setting and, like, the story and the character so much. Yeah, I think talking to you is what made me realize that I completely did not understand what Bacchano was, because I thought it was very kind of light-hearted shonen anime about gangsters, and it's, like, not that at all. Like, I mean, like, there are still elements of that. Like, there are comedy characters. Sure, but, like, you know, yeah. Uh, like, uh, do you mind if I say something? Yeah, go for it. There, like, you know, there's a large portion of that show that takes place on a train. Yeah, yeah. At one point, a guy grabs someone, like, he's, like, on the caboose, like, smoking a cigarette. And just shoves his face into the train tracks. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, that's a really fucked up thing to do to someone. Yeah, it is. Uh, And then he, like, just picks him up and throws him back into the cab. God. Um, Yeah, JoJo's has that kind of, like, hyper-violence to it, too. Where, uh, dude just, like, is hiding up on a ledge. And as someone walks by, he reaches down and just scoops the top half of his head up like it was made out of mashed potatoes. Yeah. Um, And then I have all of Full Metal Alchemist. That's a good show. Yeah. The uh, original or Brotherhood? Original. Okay. I'm partial to original. I I know. I get it. I like the ending of Brotherhood better. I I can agree with that. There are are things I like better about both of them. Um, Yeah. The Brotherhood felt like it skims over the beginning too fast, because it's like, ah, you watched the old one already, let's hurry up and get to the new stuff that hasn't yeah. been adapted before. Um, but, yeah, the the later stuff in the original series just makes less and less sense the more of it you'll watch. Yeah. I. But, so yeah. I used to do something, and this is uh, something I did with uh, one of my friends who... Uh, which is we'd have thons of stuff. Okay. It, start, it started with Avathon, where we watched all of Evangelion. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we did uh, Bebopathon. Okay. We watched all Cowboy uh, Bebop. Right. Uh, and then uh, the final one was where we watched the uh, the second season of Full Metal Alchemist. Okay. Uh, where and, does that start at? Um. Is that like when he's at his uh, like teacher's city? I think like so. He, he meets greed and all that. Is that where the second part starts? It's been a while. Yeah, that's fair. It's been a while. Been a while. Um, but like that, like, it is a, a significant portion. Yeah. And yeah, I, I feel like that was that was the last one we did of those, just because like I feel like that was like we went too far. We That'll just, take it out of you, yeah. Because, like, you know, Evangelion, that's, you know, 26 episodes in a movie. Right. Like, you know, if you start early enough, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, like, you know, like, I think a similar length. Sure. Like, I think, like, all of uh, Full Alchemist is, like, in the 60s. I think it's 52. Yeah, so we were, you know, dealing with a higher number, and maybe I, I just extraneous forces. Right, yeah. 
just made it more miserable. Yeah, that could probably happen. And also, yeah, like we said, the sec- like once you get to like all the later stuff, it's just like what the- that series kind of falls apart. Oh, there's just a city underground now. Okay, I guess there's a yeah. city underground now. Oh, that this this lady that like we met ten episodes ago is the real bad guy behind it all. Okay, I guess so. Yeah, um, yeah. I, the Brotherhood just felt better constructed on the back end of it. I would almost say like. If there was someone new to Full Metal Alchemist, I would say start off watching the old show and then, like, at the halfway point, switch over. Yeah, and a lot, I, I will admit freely that a lot of it's nostalgia. And that's totally fair, too, yeah. Um, which I, I'll say, like, yeah, like, I was real worried about with Evangelion. I'm like, because like, that, that is a thing a lot of people say where it's like, you like it when you're in high school. Sure, yeah. Um, I feel that way a lot about Fully Cooly, but not because it's like, immature or bad. Like, Trigun, I think, is a show that's bad, but I loved it when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah. Um, because, the, like, the aesthetics of it were enough to, like, pull me through, and I wasn't mature enough to understand why the story sucked. Yeah. Um, whereas even, uh, or, sorry, Fully Cooly, I feel like it appeals a lot to adolescents because it is writing to them, you know? Yeah. It is trying to describe that experience and make a story about that experience. It'd be like... Saying that it's bad because that's who it appeals to is like saying that Catcher in the Rye is bad because it appeals to teenagers. Yeah. You know? No, it's a good book. It's just written with a younger audience in mind. And not talking down to them like young adult fiction tends to. Yeah. But no, yeah. uh, You know a show I really liked in high school? What's that? anime? Uh, Desert Punk. I remember seeing uh like ads for that and thinking the, thinking the name desert punk sounded cool and then seeing the big tittied anime woman saying well that's not the show i want it to be um what i remember most about it is it has like a really funny really great first episode uh-huh and then it kind of like falls apart like yeah. f- like from my rewatchings of it I was like, oh, I love this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, first episode, this is great. Right. Uh, and then, like, oh, like, no, like, this, is, this isn't this is great. Yeah. I know one that a lot of my friends were into that I just never got on board with was um, Excel Saga. Yeah, I was into Excel Saga. Were you? Yeah. I Like, a friend lent me a DVD once, and I'm like, I, I don't get it. Yeah, like, that. that's a weird series. Yeah. Um. One thing, like, I, and this is a weird thing, but, uh, with, a Desert Punk, like, so you've seen, like, kind of, like, the main character? It, like, the purple-haired girl, is that? No, she's not the main character. Okay. I probably if have, you, but... If, yeah, if you just search Desert Punk. Yeah, I'm, I'm googling. Oh, is the little dude with, like, the hat? Yeah. Okay, yeah. With, like, the, like, the gas mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he is, like, for the first, like, three episodes, like, he has that gas mask on the entire time. Uh Uh-huh. And so just like, oh, okay, he's just gonna wear that gas, like, that's just the character. Right. And then, like, he takes it off and, like, like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I guess, yeah. Oh, oh, I just saw an image on Google image search. Now I remember why I remember this show. Uh, 
not going to actually describe it, but if I link the image that was like... Oh, I'm looking image, at it right now. Yeah, okay, you yeah, get yeah, it. You know yeah. why my head turned. <laughs> uh, we don't need to get into that on this show. No, I, 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 I do love the concept of like post-apocalyptic bounty hunters. Sure, yeah. But like a comedy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, I think it falls into a lot of anime tropes that I, I'm not say, a fan of. Yeah. Just the character design of that character I just posted, I think, uh, speaks yeah. to that pretty well. Yeah. I will say, for the record, she is more covered than a lot of... <laughs> oh, yes, that is true. Um, um, we've talked about a lot of anime other than Evangelion for a while now. <laughs> yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, I guess so. Um, we hit all the listener questions, right? Uh, yeah, like, we kind of, like... All the ones that you know, like we that were about this episode, because a lot, like all the basically all the questions we got were about this episode, right? Um, uh, we've kind of talked about. Okay. Um, we have one from uh, John Hamilton. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, at underscore John Hamilton, uh, is it really practical to have a penguin as a roommate? I it doesn't seem it. She's got to pay like two refrigerators. That can't be good on her electric bill. Yeah. I like that he's a warm, you know, water penguin, but he's still... Yeah. You know, he's one of them hot spring penguins. You know the ones. Yeah. Also, I did not... Like, I, it didn't occur to me, because it's been so long since I saw this for the first time, but the sentence, he's like, oh, don't open the fridge, he's probably still sleeping, is super fucking weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured it was going to be, you know, 15 episodes before we got a follow-up on that, but... No, nope, pretty instant. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we should probably call, call it an uh, episode. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you want to plug? Yeah. Uh, as always, hit us up at audioentropy.com, where we have a bunch of cool podcasts like this one. Uh, there's Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, which is the, the first entry in the Let Me Tell You About series. Uh, which, I guess this, yeah, it's a series. Uh... There is Totally Reprise, which you're on with our friend Molly, and that's great. Uh, there's Teenagers with Attitude. There's Let's Place. The Digital Moncast. It's, it's a cornucopia of entertainment. Yeah. And uh, if you're not sick of listening to me by then, you can hit up the Baca Cast, where right now, me and uh, my buddy Dustin and our friend Jules and Kevin and... Dustin's friend Megan are all doing a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure rewatch podcast where most of us haven't watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure before. It, it, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I, I'm i having fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, okay. Uh, you can follow... Luke has mentioned kind of all the podcasts I'm on. Yeah, stole your plugs. Yeah, uh, but you can uh, follow me uh, at Yuri Librarian with a underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, yeah, that's basically where you can find me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, well. Um... Uh, and, until next time, get in that podcast, baka! <laughs> you workshopped it. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs>